Hello and welcome to this NLive's Open for Business podcast platform. My name is Adrian Price, the guy from the university, as I keep saying, with the perfect face for radio. And I host a show every Tuesday from 7 to 9 p.m. called Open for Business. Open for Business celebrates the very best of business in Northampton and Northamptonshire and brings together business, civic, charity and indeed academic leaders to talk about the business environment, to talk about initiatives and projects, especially where, they're, where they are all working together for the good of the community. So enjoy these extended interviews on this podcast. They're now set up as a standalone for you to savour and uh, to learn from some of the movers and shakers in the county. Enjoy. So my next guest is uh, a very interesting chap. He, he delves into the world of impact at the university and has done for a long time. Professor Richard Hazenberg, welcome. Thank you. And um, Richard is instrumental to the Changemaker Incubator's core offering. And uh, tonight we're going to cover off what that actually means in terms of uh, measuring what's going on and, and uh, using that to really shape the way we go forward. So, hi, Richard, and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Oh, hi, Jay. Thanks very much for having me on the show. Um, yeah, I, I'm Richard Hazenberg. I lead the Institute for Social Innovation and Impact at the University of Northampton. Uh, I'm a professor of social innovation uh, at the university and have been for the last five years. Although I've been at the university, I can't believe it, since 2009. Um, <laughs> time just goes so fast. Um, but yeah, I lead, I lead the Institute for Social Innovation and Impact. And effectively what, what that does is we, you know, it kind of does what it says on the tin, really. We focus very much on the university's research strategy around uh, social innovation. But perhaps more pertinent to what we're going to talk about today is we focus a lot on social impact measurement and we do a lot of social impact measurement for uh, public, third and private sector organisations, both in the UK, um, but also internationally. We do a lot of work actually in Southeast Asia um, and we've also been doing some work in uh, Central America and also West Africa lately as well. Um, we have a really diverse team, a really diverse portfolio in terms of their background. So uh, our research team are from business backgrounds, education backgrounds, health and criminology backgrounds. And that's kind of reflected in the work that we do. So we do, um, we've done a lot of work around social enterprise in the past, but we also look at um, health and social care, uh, educational disadvantage. Um, we do a lot of work around social investment and finance for uh, sustainability and we do a lot of work on international development as well as you might imagine with our work um, around the world. So it's kind of a really um, really eclectic mix I would say of, of what we do but always with that kind of core theme of you know how does this relate to social innovation, how does it relate to social impact uh, and how do we relate that to sustainable development because the university has a big focus on change maker and on SDGs. Fantastic. SDGs being sustainable development goals. And, and I think as, as well, um, you, you've been uh, instrumental really in, in helping us as a, an institution to look inside our own activities, to look for social innovation, social impact and, and to prove that. Um, what, how's that developed over time, Richard? Well, the university's had a, a commitment to social impact, really, um, since at least uh, 2012, I would say, and probably a bit before that, um, when, our, when our current vice chancellor, who's about to leave, came into post in 2010. Um, and really, the work that we did as an institute developed, um, has developed over the last decade 
to the point where we now support the university with its social impact measurement. Um, so we we look to measure the impact of the university across all of its work, not just, you know, I think people traditionally think, oh, you know, you know university, it's all about teaching students and it's about research. And of course, those two things are really important. Um, but actually, the university also does a huge amount of work around um, its estate management, around its procurement spend, uh, around its engagement in the community. And I don't just mean the local community in Northamptonshire, that that's super important, but also our global community and, and all of the sort of, um, you know, partnerships that we have around the world. So we we look to capture the impact um, in relation to that. And, and we do it in line with the university's um, four changemaker challenges. Um, so the University's in the Ashoka U Changemaker Campus. Um, it's one of about 50 plus um, universities around the world that are changemaker. Um, and it was actually the first university in the UK to be made a changemaker campus. And, and what that means is effectively we have a centralised strategic commitment to social innovation, social enterprise and delivering impact. Um, and our four changemaker challenges are effectively Hey, I've got to make sure I remember these now, Joe. Um, <laughs> enable young people to learn and flourish. Um, strong communities that promote good health and well-being. Uh, sustainable culture, heritage, and environment, uh, and to create an enterprising culture and, and mindset. And so what we do is we build our, our, our impact framework around those four change maker challenges. We link them into the, universe, the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals as well. And essentially what we do is we look to measure the outputs, the outcomes and the impacts that the university delivers. And, and without getting too technical about it, I mean, the outputs, just the easy to measure stuff, like, you know, how many students do we teach, for instance, would be an output. Um, right through to the outcomes, which are the sort of outcomes we produce for uh, people or the community. Uh, so, you know, for instance, um, a young person, uh, you know, improving their confidence and getting a degree as they go through the university would be a, a key outcome. And then the impacts that, that our work delivers. So, for instance, um, maybe we could look at the work our states are doing to make us net, net zero carbon by 2030. So what's the impact for, for society of our carbon reduction plan there? So we structure it around those areas. Areas. Um, we seek where we can to monetize those those impacts, um, and what you know that that's mean, rich when you say monetize. So, so you know, if if for instance we support a hundred young people to get uh, de good degrees, so two, one, or first class degrees, um, one of the impacts for those young people will be that they'll generally earn a certain amount of money over their lifetime more than they would have done if they didn't have that degree. So we would we would monetize that impact and say, look, across these hundred uh, young people, they're on on average um, between them going to earn say. Uh, you know, a million pounds more over over their careers than they otherwise would have, and so we can put monetary values on it in that respect. Um, you know, if you if you produce healthcare impacts where you're helping to reduce the number of admissions to an accident and emergency department through the university's work, then again, you might be able to monetize that and say how much have we saved the NHS. So it's just trying to put uh, cash figures onto these kind of social. Uh, goods that, that are produced, um, which is particularly important, I think, for, you know, government is very keen to understand how different types of interventions can save money and, and the university is as well. So, yeah, that kind of, I guess, gives a summary of how we how we go about measuring the impact for the university. But it's definitely um, it's a moving feast and we update the framework and the, and the methodology and, uh, and the, the metrics every year. You have to um, to make sure that it stays relevant and it stays accurate. Thank you, because I, I mean, it's important for tonight's discussion because that then forms the, the foundation upon which 
you've done all your excellent work in in allowing us to um, use the change maker incubator and and this framework for measuring impact but on behalf of the county um, I was fortunate to um, meet with the oversight committee and group at uh, West North Hans Council and talk through this um, so it was good for councillors to understand that when they when they hear about social value you know a lot of people don't understand it do they so to, to understand that there's a way now of monetizing this so that people can see a social and an economical um, picture I think is very important okay so we're, we're back now Richard and uh, we got into the depths of how the university as a change maker campus which um, you know for my benefit I've, I joined the university a year ago and I didn't know what the heck a change maker campus was until you realize the amount of scrutiny that was put on the university by Ashoka an international organization to recognize what was already in place and obviously over the years the university's built on that but to now hear that that, that the commitments that are in place are measurable means that um, it's quite a unique situation that the university is uh, amongst 161 is it Richard and in the HESA um, structure for UK universities yeah. uh, I think there's a large percentage now over the years that claim to create change makers of the future but but clearly University of Northampton you know made in Northampton and uh, driven from New Northampton are able to now sort of pinpoint how you can um, effectively measure the impact that you make not just internally which you've you've articulated for us but I think as well help the county to understand how to measure its own impact and we've got quite a vibrant community out there as uh, voluntary charity and social enterprise organizations haven't we Richard and um, uh, could you know could you first and foremost because um, I've introduced at the beginning of the show uh, how the change maker incubate incubator even sets out to um, galvanize public procurement so that social value which I'm going to get you to explain to the audience in 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 real terms is released collectively and that through the change maker incubator and in collaboration with these public procurement bodies across police fire NHS county council or uh, unitary councils as we've now got um, when you aggregate that together, you and I sort of came to the figure of about 700 million pounds worth of annual spend. So social value release from that then, uh, when, when you talk to councillors and people in the county, they don't really understand what social value is, but it's real, isn't it? Could, could you, first and foremost, could you explain what supplier social value is and how they're supposed to report it, please? So yeah, social value in its in its really simple terms, if you ask me, is just the good stuff that we can do through our contracts in communities. Um, that might be socially good stuff like helping people back into work or helping disadvantaged young people with their education. It might be environmental stuff like the installation of solar panels. Um, you know, I think sometimes we can get really overly complicated by what social value is. It really is just the value that we create that isn't actually purely economic, that actually has a tangible social or environmental impact, but nevertheless that we can monetize if we wish. 
Um, and, and, and really it came into the public consciousness and its importance in procurement with the uh, establishment of the Public Services Social Value Act back in 2012, uh, which actually came into effect then in uh, January the 1st, 2013. And that basically required all public bodies to consider social value in their procurement process. Now, of course, you know, consider is a is a is a, an interesting word, and it doesn't um, it has to absolutely be built in. But I think what we actually saw from 2013 onwards was a real commitment from um, a lot of organisations, and not just the public bodies that were legally obliged to. Actually, this spread, and we saw universities who weren't actually covered under the Act. You know, universities like Northampton actually building social value into their procurement processes, and really all it came down to was to say, okay. We, we've got, a, you know, look at the University of Northampton, we've got a huge procurement spend. Um, if you look across the higher education sector as a whole, universities spend about seven billion a year in procurement. It was to really say, how can we make our procurement spend more socially um, conscious and, and more targeted towards social value? So at the university, we started building clauses into, into our contracts that were basically requiring suppliers of services both when they tendered, but also when they delivered the services to show to us what, you know, what social value they would they would create as part of that contract. And that allowed us then to sort of, you know, to really demonstrate that a, a percentage of our spend was effectively created. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed that interview. There are plenty more here on the podcast platform. And of course, you can always listen on uh, live on Tuesday evenings from 7 to 9 p.m. on NLive Radio 106.9 FM or digitally via nliveradio.com. If you'd like to know more about the radio station, please do look at nliveradio.com. And um, we're always looking for support from the community and further afield. So if you'd like to support us, please go to nliveradio.com slash support us. So until next time, thank you very much again for listening.